Good evening, everybody. It's time to begin our service this evening. Tonight we'll have one song, and then David will have our announcements. Uh, three more songs, and then Chris will have our lesson. And I'm assuming David got somebody for the closing prayer. Our first song tonight is number 886, Sing Hallelujah to the Lord. My TV's still not working, so bear with me. Uh, 886. If you would let stand for this song, please. Sing hallelujah to the Good evening, church family. Hope everybody's doing all right. I have a couple announcements before we have our devotional and Bible class. Um, as a reminder that uh, the food drive is still going on. It's going all the way through the month of December. Uh, so if you can help out with that, there's a, a sheet out in the foyer table of items we need for our food pantry. Uh, so please grab one of those before you leave. Also, as a reminder, we're still continuing doing a church directory um, on, sun, on Sunday mornings. So if you can uh, help out with that, I'd be greatly appreciated. Um, I think I just saw is the last day is December the 19th uh, to, to get your picture taken. So please don't wait till the last day um, to get your picture because that's probably when everybody else is going to do it. <laughs> so, but uh, you know, if you can get your uh, picture taken for a directory, it would be greatly appreciated. Um, still needing teachers. Um, 
for the for the first and second graders um, uh, tonight, uh, Kelly French has that class, and she is sick at this time. So remember to keep her in your prayers. All right, Connie's got it. Thank you, Connie. Appreciate you. And then, um, and then I will need. Uh, I, I've got it covered for tonight. Um, a third and fifth grade uh, teacher for continuing on Wednesday nights. Um, we got it covered tonight, but if you can help out with a third and fifth grade, that'd be greatly appreciated. Uh, please see me, and I'll post this back on the board uh, in the foyer if you don't see me. Uh, remember, continue to, uh, 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 remember to continue to keep uh, Sean Maynard in your prayers. That's uh, Gail's son. As uh, he's, Is he doing all right, Gail? Wow. Uh, if you didn't hear, her son has lost 46 pounds in the past three weeks. So, remember to continue to keep him in your prayers at this time. Um, remember to continue to uh, keep Kelly Williams in your prayers. I know she's finished her radiation, but uh, remember still she recovers from that. Remember to continue to keep her in your prayers and the Williams family. Remember to continue to keep Rusty and uh, the Leaps in your prayers as well. And also... Uh, Kristen Ward in your prayers, and James and the kids in your daily prayers as well. Um, tonight is the last night to sign up for CYC. If you're wanting to go, please sign up tonight. I am ordering tickets tomorrow. Um, so even if you're an adult and you want to go to CYC, please sign up tonight um, uh, for that. Um, I think right now we have a total of 14 people signed up uh, to go, and the house we're getting hold 16. So two more people. If you want to go, we'd love to have you. Um, before uh, I go to prayer, I'd like to read Joshua uh, chapter 1, verse 8. Joshua chapter 1, verse 8 says, This book of the law shall not depart from my mouth, but you shall meditate it on day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. Let's go to God in prayer at this time. Our gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we are thankful and blessed to be able to come here this evening to learn more about your word, to be able to apply your word to our everyday lives, Lord. That way we can be more of an example and be more Christ-like like you, Lord. And we can, we can be a shining light to our community, to our friends, to people we work with, Lord. Lord, just continue to always let, let your word grow in our hearts, Lord. Let it make us stronger. Let it give us the wisdom we need for our everyday lives, Lord. That way we can handle anything that's, that's, that's given to us, Lord, that we know that you're always there by our side to give us the strength that we need, Lord. Lord, we ask you this time to continue to be with the eldership here at Rome, Lord. Just be with our elders and Bless them, Lord. Let them continue on doing things according to your will, Lord, and always be truthful to your word. Lord, we ask you this time to be with our sick, be with our widows, be with our shut-ins. Be with them, be with the family members and the doctors who are taking care of them, Lord. Lord, let them know that we are thinking of them and praying for them on a daily basis. Lord, we ask you to continue to be with our youth. Let us grow spiritually, Lord. 
and always look to you for strength and guidance in our life, Lord. And be with all the ones who do not know you, Lord. Let us give us the opportunity to to reach out to those people, to bring those people to you, Lord. So that way they have a relationship with you, Lord. For that's what we are commanded to do. Lord, be with us the rest of this night and the rest of this week. Thank you so much for sending your son to die on the cross for us. May your word always encourage us and always bring us a smile when we read it. Lord, forgive us, Lord, when we do fall short. In Jesus Christ's name we do pray. Amen. Our next song is number 456. 456. No tears in heaven. No tears in heaven, no sorrows given, all will be glory in that land. There will be no sadness, all will be gladness, when we shall join the happy band. No tears, no tears, no tears up there, sorrow. Number 898, 898, unto thee, O Lord. Unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul, unto thee, O Lord. Let my enemies triumph. 
Last song before the lesson this evening is number 583. 583, sing to me of heaven. Sing to me of heaven, sing that song of peace from the toils that for me it will bring Showers of great blessing, for my heart will flow. Sing to me. Be number 179. 179. God is calling the prodigal. Good evening. Have you ever asked one of your kids a question and you knew the answer to the question? We do that quite a bit in my house. <laughs> what has happened here? And you know what has happened here. It seems obvious. Stop and think for a second about the ramifications of God asking a question. He is omniscient. He knows everything. So why is he asking questions? 
You ever thought about it? Why is he asking questions? He already knows the answer. So why is he asking questions? It must not be for his benefit because he cannot be benefited by the answer to that question because he already knows the answer. So who is he trying to teach by asking a question? He's obviously trying to get something, get us to see something that we're not already aware of. The first question he asks, is, he asks, <laughs> the first question he asks comes in the Garden of Eden, doesn't it? Uh, right after Adam and Eve have sinned, he's walking as he uh, does with them at the cool of night. And they're not there. And so he calls out to them, where are you? He knows exactly where they are, doesn't he? So why does he ask? I think he's trying to get them to see the condition that they're in. Maybe he's not asking physically where you are. Maybe he's asking spiritually, where are you? And so I'll turn that question to you tonight. Where are you? Have you taken inventory of your life, of the mission that God has given us? Have you taken inventory to see how well you're doing? We don't usually think about spirituality like that, do we? But we need to. We need to take account of where we're at and how we're doing. Have we progressed at all or are we growing stagnant? Where are you? When we stop and think about that, we might not like the answer. Or we might be impressed in what God has done through us this year. But we need to think about that question. So where are you? The next question maybe we need to consider is something he asks in Joshua chapter 7. He asks the question in Joshua 7.10, but the background is necessary for this particular question. He's looking at Joshua, and he says, Get up. Why have you fallen on your face? You see, Israel's army has already conquered Jericho in fantastic fashion. God has shown up in the most incredible way and has taken out the very first enemy that Israel is responsible for defeating. They don't even have to fight. He shows up and the walls are torn down thanks to his power and his presence and his word. And Israel is left to walk into Jericho and conquer it. And he made a stipulation as they were coming out of Jericho, or as, they were, as they were about to go into Jericho to conquer. He's told them everything in there. The, the city, the people, the, the, the things, all the things, those are mine. They're devoted to me. They're devoted to destruction. And so that's what most of the children of Israel do. They destroy all of those things. Then they go and they fight another battle. There's a little city right next to Jericho called Ai. It's where uh, Bethel in the New Testament would be, close in that area at least. <clears throat> it's a tiny city. It's not formidable. They don't even have walls. They're a bunch of farmers, apparently. Um, but their army conquers the great Israelite army. And Joshua comes back, and he's, he's got to be frustrated. He's got to be terrified at this point to have what happened at Jericho was a spiritual mountain, wasn't it? He had to be thinking, we've got it. God has, has come through for us in this amazing fashion. I knew he would. I knew he would because Joshua had seen all the things that God had done in the wilderness, on top of all the things that he had done in Egypt. Joshua knew God would come through. And here is proof positive. Jericho came, came down in the most incredible fashion. And so he's, he, he knows 
Everything's going to be fine. God's got this. And then the battle at Ai happens, and Joshua's world must come crumbling down. And here we find himself, he, he finds himself on his face. He, apparently, he's lying prostrate before Yahweh. And Yahweh says, Get up! Why have you fallen on your face? There's a problem in Israel's camp, isn't there? What's the problem? Do you remember? Achan, one man, a little leaven leavens the whole lump, right? One man has stolen something that belonged to God, something that he, he brought out of Jericho. He did not devote to destruction. In fact, several things. And this has caused Israel's defeat in the battle. Look in verse 13, Joshua chapter 7, verse 13. He's going to tell him to get up again. And this is the solution to Joshua's problem. Get up, consecrate the people, and say, Consecrate yourselves for tomorrow. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, There are devoted things in your midst, O Israel. You cannot stand before your enemies until you take away the devoted things from among you. Sin was the problem, wasn't it? And so... Maybe once we take inventory of ourselves and our spiritual condition, we look around and we see sin is in our midst as well. We're struggling with something. Something has got its latches, its claws into us. Sin does not give up. Satan does not give up. He always comes back. There's always more. There's always another temptation. There's so addictive, right? And so we have to ask ourselves, what are you doing? Down on your face. Because that's where sin's brought us, hasn't it? It's brought us to humiliation. It's destroying us. And so when we look around and we see that, maybe the next question we ask is from Ezekiel chapter 37. If you're not familiar with Ezekiel's prophecies, uh, they are some of the strangest in all of Scripture. But this one you may be familiar with because this is perhaps the most strange Ezekiel chapter 37, God transports Ezekiel to a valley. And there's nothing but a bunch of dead bones lying on the ground. And God looks up at Ezekiel and he asks him this question in verse 3. Son of man, can these bones live? Ezekiel's got the best answer possible, right? He says, I answered, oh Lord God, you know. Ezekiel knows he doesn't have the answer and the whole point behind this valley of dry bones, it's not literally a valley. There's not literally dry bones there. This is a vision Ezekiel's seeing. But the idea behind it is Israel's coming out of the exile. Will their spiritual condition be improved at all? Or will it be staggering and stunted and stagnant like it's been in the past? Like it was to get them into the exile in the first place. Can these dry bones, he's speaking spiritually, can these, this dry faith, can it live again? And God puts sinew and skin and breath back into these dry bones and he raises them up. And so that's the promise that we're assured to today because we live under Jesus' covenant with better promises. Like we've been talking about from Hebrews, that he will not forsake us. He will not leave us. And so no matter where you woke up and found yourself in the midst of sin, no matter how humiliated and how horrible sin has treated you in the past, He is capable of breathing new life into you if you ask the right questions. Tonight, maybe you're asking the question, what do I need to do to be saved? That is the right question. Baptism is the answer to that question. You, 
at the point of our obedience, once we obey Him in this thing, once we are immersed into His blood, He washes our sins away. And we can come to Him with the full assurance that He will always be there, that He will take away our sins, and that we can have a relationship with Him. Maybe you've already made that decision tonight, and you just need the prayers of this congregation to live a life that's full of Him, that's got His breath in you. If you have any need tonight, won't you come as we stand and sing? God is calling the prodigal son without delay. Here we are calling, calling now for thee. The youth wanders so far from his presence. Come today, hear his loving voice calling still. Call. Please pray with me. Dear Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for Christmas' lesson and all the teachers here, Lord. Dear Lord, let us uh, take something away from the night, Lord, and learn something that we didn't know before. And uh, please be a stoic on the sick list and people just in the hospital and people on strike. Just them. Let us depart from your safe, Lord. And in Jesus' name, pray. Amen.